Thank you for listening to this audio recording from the pastoral team at Church of the Redeemer, an Anglican church in Greensboro, North Carolina. If you'd like to know more about Church of the Redeemer, its ministry, or its mission, then visit us online at RedeemerGSO.org. Eternal God who made this most holy night to shine with brightness of your one true light, sanctify this new fire, we pray, and so set us aflame with the fire of your love that with pure hearts and kindled affections we may attain to the radiance of your heavenly glory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good evening, friends. What an amazing evening and service we have already participated in. For those of you who like to know the ancient connections of what we do, we fall in a period of Easter called the Tridium, the three days. These three days from Monday, Thursday evening until Easter Sunday evening recount the very last events and moments of our Lord Jesus' life. Easter Vigil, this special night, is unique because it is seen as a night in between. The night Jesus sits in the grave and the night before he is resurrected, what was Jesus doing? What was happening to our Lord? As Christians, we hold this tension. Christ really died and he went to the place of dead and as promised and foretold, he would rise again on the third day. Tonight we've heard the story of God's promises to us in passage after passage. We have heard the story of God's great and mighty acts, these mighty deeds that reframe our vision towards Christ, who is the promised one, who fulfills them all. These Old Testament stories and New Testament stories are the stories of Christ who will come and Christ who is revealed to us. One theologian says this, the entire scripture is God's revelation of himself as the redeemer. The redemption of the mediator is revealed to us in every story. But this is not to say that the whole sweep of redemption is visible in every story. We believe in the progress of revelation. Friends, here is why it is important for you as believers in Christ, as witnesses of the resurrection, to know the whole history of redemption. You will know God better. For how can you trust someone you do not know? You will know yourself better because you will see your immense value, that God has made you in his image and desires a relationship with you. You will see how the entire Bible, from beginning to end, points to Jesus. And you will be in awe of the gospel, having a God-centered vision for life, rather than a human-centered one. Many of us wonder what happens when we die. And others of us wonder what happens after we die. 
there's the dying process, and then there's death itself. And I think the fear of dying, the process of it, is actually the most fearful. For most of us who have been around the church, we have all held to this concept of dying and going to heaven. But the fear of the process of death captures everyone. So, if you are without hope, then you wonder what happens after you die. And if you're wondering that this evening, this is the best service of the Christian year to attend and hear. Let me try to put in perspective for us tonight, Holy Saturday, and why it is the most overlooked and most important day of remembrance. In the church year, we have lots of days to remember, and everyone has their favorite. Christmas Day, the celebration of the Incarnation. Of course, many of us rejoice in tomorrow's celebration of Easter. We also, here at Church of the Redeemer, try to expose you to other days of worship and celebration and remembrance. The Feast of the Ascension, the Feast of St. James, special church year days to highlight the special and amazing contribution of exemplary men and women who in their life followed God and how the plan of God involved their particular lives. But very few of us understand Holy Saturday and this Easter service. It certainly is famous because of the contrast of solemnity and the celebration you'll see in a few moments in all of the moving parts and all of the special events. And of course, who can forget the tradition of cookout afterwards? <laughs> but Holy Saturday in this service is deeply profound for our faith. Why? Because all of us, whether we are young or old, will wonder what happens when we die. So we must look to what happened to Jesus. The scriptures tell us Jesus went down to the depths of death and rose again. As the famous Puritan author John Owen once said in his writings, we see in the death of Christ the death of death itself. Holy Saturday culminates in the descending of Jesus into our human reality. God left His heavenly throne to become one of us. He left the heavenly realms. And the Apostle Paul said that He who is rich became poor on our behalf so through His death and life we might become rich. He was born and He was subject to human intent and human action. And he was tried and unfairly, but willingly convicted and murdered. And the most stark thing we say every week is that Jesus was crucified, died, and was buried. Consider with, you, with me just for a moment this controversial passion, passage from Scripture. After being made alive, Peter writes, he went and he made proclamation to the imprisoned spirits. To those who were disobedient long ago, 
when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built. Our very own Anglican Catechism says it this way, Jesus, that Jesus descended to the dead means that he truly died and entered the place of the departed. Our Lord Jesus, himself very God, truly died, his heartbeat, his brain functions, his circulatory system ceased to operate. If Jesus would have been delivered to a modern hospital, a modern doctor would have pronounced him dead on arrival. Most of us can grasp that Jesus suffered, more so that he can relate to the pain of suffering and the corresponding trauma it inflicts. But on Holy Saturday, we engage in a whole day and a whole Eucharistic service, the Easter Vigil, that straddles the line between his death and visit to prison and dissension to the dead while joyless, joyously celebrating that Jesus has risen indeed. All the same in 24 hours. Holy Saturday then breathes fresh air into my faith every year. I look forward to this service and this day. For the God-man foretold in all the redemptive prophecies, which are patiently and slowly recounted on this night, has come and faithfully and willingly fulfilled the promises foretold. Jesus was crucified, died, and was buried. He was truly put to death for the sins of the whole world, including yours and mine. And for that reason, we can rise eternally. Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. It is clear that Christ descended down to us. He descended by taking on our creaturely form and coming among us. He descended by, become subject to, by becoming subject to us and this fallen world. And Peter, 1 Peter 3 reminds us that his descent was also to the depths of the dead. The word there is Tartarus, the place for fallen angels. But just as beautiful is his ascent, for Jesus rose from the grave. He rose victorious and glorious, and he ascended even to the right hand of the Father, Holy Saturday, more than any other day of Christian remembrance, allows us to prolong this scenario. His death, his true physical and painful death, took him to the depths, but his resurrection lifted him to the right hand of God the Father. Jesus' death takes the fear out of death because he overcame its sting and as one of our canticles from our very own prayer book says, he opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Holy Saturday gives us that thin, silent, still pause between death and resurrection to remember that Christ has become the true and better sacrifice for us. Jesus talks about Jonah the prophet and his experience in the belly of a giant fish as a parallel 
to his own life. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Three days. He said in other places, tear down this temple and I will rebuild it in three days. But he was talking about himself as the temple of God. He said the Son of Man must be handed over to the teachers and leaders and would be crucified and on the third day rise again. His death and his time in death had many other things happening. On Holy Saturday, we engage in a whole day and a whole Eucharistic service, the Easter Vigil, that straddles this line between Jesus' death and his visiting to the spirits imprisoned. The Apostles' Apostles' Creed says Jesus descended to, to hell. And the Nicene Creed says he descended to the dead. In Hebrew, Sheol is the place of the dead. The Greeks call it Hades. Somehow, we believe that Jesus visited these places. He truly died. Yet at the same time, we are also joyously celebrating that Jesus Christ has risen indeed. Holy Saturday then breathes fresh air into our faith. It is clear that as Jesus went to the spirits in prison, Peter says he preached to them. Many theologians say his preaching was a message of judgment to the fallen angels for their disbelief. So our Christian faith says he preached to the spirits. And the creeds say he went to the place of the dead in every way Jesus experienced death. So here's why I no longer fear death. If Jesus was raised, I can be raised as well. Conceive of a life without fear Whom shall I fear? What shall I fear? To what shall I be afraid? From an ancient homily from one of the church fathers, we hear, what is happening? Today there is a great silence over the earth, a great silence and a stillness, a great silence because the king sleeps. The earth was in terror and was still because God slept in the flesh and raised up those who were sleeping from the ages. God has died in the flesh, and the underworld has trembled. Truly, he goes to seek out our first parent like a lost sheep. He wishes to visit those who sit in darkness, and in the shadow of death, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light." When Jesus descended to the dead, to those who had believed, their faith became sight and they received their promise in person. My friends, what has God promised you? He has promised us who believe that He is with us to the end of the age for nothing can separate us from the love of God. 
no height, no depth, no distance can separate us from His kindness and His mercy. I can't even begin to imagine what it was like for these saints like Moses and Joseph and Rahab, all these old covenant saints to have met Jesus, the author and perfecter of their faith, face to face. I can't even imagine what it will be like for us as well. Two quick other explanations for us. Holy Saturday is the culmination of all the prophecies and stories regarding God's answer to our human problem. Jesus truly becomes the king and the priest and the prophet, promised from old. The people of this world and still today have cried out, How long, O Lord? And Jesus is the definitive answer to our human problem. You are not alone, and you are not left alone. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. It is that simple, and yet that profound. Perhaps you, even here this evening, will call on the name of the Lord and trust your life into the nail-pierced hands of Jesus. Lastly, on Holy Saturday, we baptize those who have been prepared and believe. We welcome them into the visible and invisible family of faith as brothers and sisters in Christ. And we celebrate their faith on this very special holy night. Friends, this is a great night to celebrate our salvation accomplished and applied in Christ Jesus and to be reminded when we die, we see the Lord face to face. In the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.